This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Easel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Easelt from First Guarantee Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. Or you can visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, I don't think I'm going to go out on a ledge when I say 2020 was, in many ways, a pretty rotten year. Workplaces and schools thrown into chaos. Businesses like restaurants and bars shut down or placed in incredibly difficult situations and untold economic anxiety for millions of Americans. And while there's much to be optimistic about in 2021, thanks to the emergence of multiple viable vaccines, the fact remains COVID-19 is probably going to dominate our lives for months to come. Thankfully, there are solid steps you can take to get help both with your wallet and your strategy squared away. But before we shine a light on what you can do to position your finances for 2021, Let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you today, sir? Well, I am doing great. And yeah, 2020, a pretty rotten year is a mild way to put it. But yes, uh, so glad for 2021. Hopefully we'll make this a better year in the long run. And uh, I've had a great time. I've actually uh, took some time off uh, to spend with my family and it felt good. Yeah, I took a, a week and a half off of work. So uh, that was really good. I needed that. And it's great to be back, but now I'm very busy. <laughs> but I'm excited to be on the podcast with you today. Sounds like you've got a, a great topic for us. How have you been, Aaron? What have you been up to? You know what? I took some days off as well, uh, but I didn't do anything. I spent the whole time with my family. It, it was almost as if we were hibernating in a, a cabin somewhere, but it was my home. Uh, we didn't go out. We stayed very safe and uh, enjoyed each other's company. It was actually pretty nice. Yeah, actually, that's about all I did. But it's just nice to have that time off and not have to think about work for a little bit. And I know you're a busy guy and this time of year is very busy for you. And that's why I'm really excited about our topic. You know, I like the idea of looking ahead to this new year with a sense of optimism. I mean, I'm definitely expecting it to be better than last And I have to admit, Mm. though, last year there were a few times when I'd read a news story and came away impressed at how great people pull, how great people did with pulling together and stepping up, rising to the occasion. I think Americans are tenacious and they have a can do attitude. And I love that. Yes, sir. I think you're very right on that front. Um, What's that old saying? It's not whether you get knocked down, but whether you get back up. 
if 2020 was the knockdown, maybe 2021 will be the getting back up. <laughs> well, actually, that makes me think of the song, I Get Knocked Down, But I Get but Up I Again. I Get Up Again, that's Chumba right. Wumba. Chumba Wumba. I remember that one. Yes, yeah, sir. tub thumping. <laughs> I thought you were going to start singing it there for a minute. I'll save that for another show. All right. Well, while there's never any shortage of articles this time of year telling you what you can do to get financially ready for the year ahead, I think U.S. News and World Report's 50 Ways to Improve Finances in 2021 is particularly well done. Obviously, we won't have time for all 50 in this show, so I've selected some of my favorites. The article's first suggestion, Negotiate Your Salary, really jumped out at me because it requires you to be your own best advocate. If you know you're an asset to your employer, you shouldn't hesitate to meet with your supervisor to build a case for a salary bump. And if your employer isn't willing to budge, put your skills on the open market and see what happens. A higher salary means you're going to have an easier time paying your bills and paying down your debt. Remember, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, a good point. I mean, certainly the idea of going into your boss's office, though, to talk about money, that's going to be a little anxiety inducing for a lot of folks. But how many people out there, though, are making less than they could because they were afraid to simply have that conversation. I think you're absolutely right, Tony. Well, here's another great idea. Start using a budgeting tool. We have more technology at our fingertips than at any point in human history. So why not use it for all it's worth? Apps like SoFi Relay and Mint put the power of budgeting right in the palm of your hand. You can track your spending, monitor your credit, and pay your bills on the go. Well, and I think some people uh, dismiss some of these more basic suggestions as small potatoes, but I like that one. My wife and I use a budgeting app. It's YNAB.com, which stands for You Need a Budget. Uh, ah. And it, it works well. Um, but, you know, if you embrace one or two small changes, that, like the ones you're talking about here, Aaron, mm -hmm. I think it can have a really profound impact on your finances and your retirement strategy. And, of course, just as importantly, these are the types of changes that you can embrace no matter how old you are, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if our, uh, someone listening is 25 or 65. These are things that you can do. Of course. Of course. Very true. And there are also strategies that can help the under 25 crowd. Another tool for our listeners who are parents is a tax-advantaged 529 savings plan. Now, if you have children, a 529 plan Maybe a slick way to save money for qualified education expenses, including college or even private elementary or high school. A financial services professional may be able to help you understand the rules and nuances that come with these accounts while also helping you find room in your budget to make contributions to them. Also, let your family and friends know you have a 529 so they can contribute money as a gift rather than buying your kid another toy or gadget they don't need. Yeah. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great example. Our family does that. Our grandparents uh, give the kids money to put into the 529 plans or give us money for each of the kids and it goes into their college savings plans. And that way they're going to be able to maybe go to the college they want rather than the college that costs the least. I mean, college costs nowadays are through the roof. So 529 plans uh, are great. And if your current circumstances fit the 529 parameters, I think that they have a lot of advantages. Yeah, it's smart. It's a good thing to do, especially in those situations for college and uh, helping the kids out. 
But uh, if you listen to our show regularly, you know we're big advocates for automating your bill paying. Paying your monthly bills automatically without having to sit down and go through all of them is a great way to streamline the process. When everything is paid on time, you don't have to worry about late charges or even missed payments. If your 2020 included sitting down at the kitchen table with your checkbook and paper copies of your bills, make 2021 the year you embrace technology and make your financial life a little easier. Yeah, my wife and I started doing that a few years ago, and it made a world of difference. It takes a lot of burden and stress off, helps you sleep better at night. A lot of people don't like the B word budgeting, but if you can utilize technology to help you with it, it's not that hard and you can see where you're at. All the important p- bills, make sure they they automatically come out right away uh, mm-hmm. and when they're due. And then you can just look at, okay, here's what we have coming in. Here's what's going out to the automatic monthly expenses. Now what's left over and uh, how much of that needs to go for groceries or gas, things like that. And, and in the long run, you're going to save a lot of money and a lot of uh, heartaches <laughs> as well. Very true. Yeah. And, and I think this has been a, a great topic so far. If people have questions, though, or want a deeper financial plan, how can they get a hold of you to set that up, Aaron? Well, just pick up the phone. Um, I'll be at my office here usually uh, weekdays, Monday through Friday, 480-284-6393. You can reach me or toll free 866 866- Three nine three seven seven nine nine. Also, check out our website at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All right. Sounds good, Aaron. And today we're talking about how you can put the many challenges of 2020 behind you and begin improving your finances in 2021. And this has been a good one so far. You've given us some great tips that our audience can take with them after the show. How do you want to kick off this segment? All right, Tony, are you ready for the next piece of wisdom? Oh, yes. All right. This is from U.S. News and World Report, Article 50 Ways to Improve Your Finances in 2021. It's to build an estate plan. This one really caught my eye because building an estate plan is one of the most important financial steps you can take. What better time to do it than early in the new year so you can cross one major financial strategy task off your list? A solid estate plan obviously includes your will, but it should also identify your chosen guardians for your children. A clear transfer of assets and clearly defined beneficiaries for things like life insurance policies and retirement accounts also play into it. So make sure you get that taken care of and you'll feel a lot better about yourself for doing so. Oh, sure. And estate plans are very important to your financial future, obviously. And there's a lot that can go into them. So I think this is one area where you have to work with a financial professional like yourself. That's going to be a smart move. And when it comes to big financial decisions, as I always say, why go it alone? That's an excellent point. You know, after the 2020 we've just had, why not look for ways to do a little something for yourself in 2021? And perhaps the best way to do something for yourself is to pay down debt. Unburdening yourself of debt can absolutely transform your financial future, particularly with regard to retirement. Gather up your sources of debt, credit cards, student loans, car loans, and so on. Then craft a strategy to go after them. Make your payments automatic and know that a little financial sacrifice now may mean more financial flexibility in the future, perhaps even the near future, depending on how aggressive your strategy is. I mean, debt is unquestionably 
a, a big anchor that's slowing down a lot of people and it's slowing down their financial progress. So I'm right there with you on this one. The idea of paying off your debt as quickly as possible, that's huge. Uh, the less debt you have, the more money will, the more your money truly belongs to you. And you can put that money to work for yourself, uh, not just to pay off high interest or debt. I think that's a big one. And a lot of us struggle with that. Uh, but if you have a plan in place to deal with that, uh, it, you're going to overcome it. And that is huge. Huge. It's huge. Yes, I agree. Another great thing our listeners can do to get themselves and their finances ready for 2021 is to increase their financial knowledge. First, subscribe to a financial newsletter that offers current insights into budgeting, investing, retirement, and any number of other critical financial topics. Many financial services professionals offer regular newsletters of their own. I certainly do. So that may be a terrific option. Next, consider reading a book about personal finances. There's no shortage of great ones out there, and most of them are sure to have fresh perspectives on a variety of financial topics. As with financial newsletters, many financial services professionals have written books of their own, or if they haven't, they'll certainly be able to offer you some recommendations. Now, the more financial knowledge you have, the more confidently you're going to be able to navigate your own financial strategy and future. Yeah, that's that's a big point right there. And I think a good one. Now, you mentioned you had a, a newsletter, a financial newsletter that you send out. How can our listeners get that? Just give us a call. Once again, that's uh, 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866 866- Three nine three seven seven nine nine. Excuse me, seven seven nine nine, and we can get you on that uh, newsletter list. Uh, we'll get your address and get it sent out to you. Um, yeah, I think that's great. And jiffy there. <laughs> yeah, there's no cost either, so uh, I think that's very important to note. And then another way uh, to really help you position your finances in this new year and get advice. You mentioned the newsletter and books. Read up, but personal finance podcasts are another great option. And Aaron, I just happen to know of a good financial podcast. Uh, oh, pray tell. <laughs> you're listening to it right now, Arizona That's Financial right. Talk. And, you know, if you have a long work commute or a road trip or you like to go work out or on the treadmill, go for runs or walks, why not download a few episodes from Apple Podcasts or Spotify and soak up the information? And, and if they want to subscribe to this podcast, uh, and so it's automatically in their phone or their device when there's a new episode. They can listen to each new episode if they want. Uh, they can go to your website and go to our show page. Uh, what's the uh, web address? ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. That's easy enough. ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. Well, I, th- I think it's great. And uh, I love listening to podcasts. And so I hope uh, people will continue to listen to this one, right? Yes, sir. Our soothing voices and top-notch <laughs> insights would definitely make the miles just fly by in your car, Tony. Yeah, for sure. The beginning of a new year is also a good time to analyze your insurance needs. Do you need more coverage? Are you paying for things you don't need? There's a lot to assess. Go through your auto, home, and health insurance to make sure it's everything you need. From there, consider your disability insurance and the life insurance your employer provides. Supplemental life insurance may be a smart purchase, particularly if you have children. Well, yeah, definitely in that case. And, and well, you know, if you have all your insurance needs squared away, it's one of those things that feels, again, like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders. 
and it's going to help you sleep well at night. I think that's really, really important. Now, I want to keep the conversation going, and we've been talking about how you can get your finances ready for 2021, uh, which we're all hoping is easier than last year. So what do you have next for us? All right. Now, the first days of a new year always makes me think about the clients that I have that are snowbirds. Uh, They come down here to Arizona and are homed elsewhere. Um, Also, you know, those that have moved to Arizona from other places, uh, that Kiplinger article, there there is a Kiplinger article, I should say, uh, a snowbirds pre-flight checklist for insurance offers some great advice about getting ready. The first thing it recommends is putting all your cards on the table when it comes to your insurance. If you have two homes, your insurer will want to know which one is your primary home. Now, if you evenly divide your time between two states, the standard is your primary residence is the state where you have your driver's license. Additionally, if one of your homes is more expensive, you may be tempted to list it as your primary residence, even if you aren't there as much. However, that strategy can come back to bite you if a pipe breaks in what you have erroneously listed as your primary residence and you don't discover it until some time has passed, it may be grounds to deny your claim. Honesty is the best policy when it comes to insurance. Well, and especially when it comes to protecting our homes and our lives, you don't want to play games with insurance policies. That's for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Another factor to be aware of when it comes to insurance, Tony, is that large insurance companies will often only provide a policy for your second home if it's also insuring your primary home. Also, those same companies typically don't include a second home as part of the discount bundles that let you save money when you purchase home, auto, and life insurance from one company. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, those are great insights when it comes to insuring homes, but what can you tell us about than insuring your automobiles, which I'm sure is significant. Uh, That's a big issue for a lot of people who are snowbirds or uh, may live in a couple of different states. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony. Your vehicles should be registered and insured in the state where they're garaged for the bulk of the year. Now, if you live in Illinois for part of the year and keep a car there and live in Florida for the other part of the year and also keep a car there, Each should be registered and insured in the state where it sits in the garage. Okay. Uh, You know, that makes sense, uh, obviously. What happens, though, if a snowbird drives their car back and forth between the states? Uh, Good question there, Tony. In that case, you don't need to carry insurance in both states, only the state where the vehicle spends the majority of the year. And similar to home insurance, if the vehicle's time is split equally between two states, it should be insured in the states where you have your driver's license. And don't make the mistake of trying to insure all of your vehicles in the state where the lowest rates are happening, because doing so may constitute insurance fraud, and that's a nasty scenario that you don't want to be a part of. Right, exactly. So, But is it possible uh, for snowbirds or people who may, you know, uh, have homes in different states to save a few bucks on auto insurance? Well, there are some decent options out there for saving money. Uh, The first to find out is if your insurance company offers a pay-per-mile policy. Under such a policy, if you have a vehicle that sits unused in a garage for months at a time, you'll save money because you aren't using it. You may also want to drop just the liability component of your insurance while your vehicle isn't being used. But if you do, 
make sure no one else gets behind the wheel while you're not around. If a mischievous grandchild takes the car out for a drive and ends up backing into another car in the mall, you're on the hook for that uh, for that claim. So you should also keep basic comprehensive insurance on your vehicles that aren't being driven in case of theft, fire, vandalism, or weather damage, you know, et cetera. Yeah, that's huge. Obviously, that's important. Well, you know what? Uh, we're almost out of time for today's show. I think it's been a great discussion. And I know there's a lot to position yourself well for your finances in 2021. And there's a lot more you could go into. Uh, so how do our listeners get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation? We did cover a lot in this episode, didn't we, Tony? Yep. Uh, let's see. They can uh, dial 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. You can also uh, check out my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com to see what we do. But uh, don't hesitate in giving me a call to either just discuss your options or to set up a face-to-face meeting. All right. Sounds good, Aaron. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. Thank you, Tony. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easel at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799 or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.